Welcome to the eighth episode of the TKG podcast. I am your host, Christian Samuel. Uh, this is my co-host Denzel. Here, Anthony couldn't be with us today. Miss you, Anthony. He was out here. Happy I, birthday! Happy belated birthday, Anthony. Yep, happy birthday. Missed that the last time. My bad. Also, uh, enjoy the sunburn that I'm assuming you're gonna get. Oh man, he's gonna come back looking like a tomato. <laughs> he gets burned. Like he doesn't even tan. He goes from straight like in the sun to burn. Now nah, I'm just gonna see him like first day back. Like, what's up, brother? Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I think I'm sure never lived in the era of fresh cut. You got a fresh haircut, and your friend slapped the back of your head. Nah, bro. So for him, sunburn. That era was still there. People, kids are still doing fresh cut. Yeah, bro. I remember I was in high school, bro. Dude was like, "Hey, yo, not cause so so when I don't do it too much now because I wear more hats." But well, a while back, I used to like cut the sides like a lot lower. I, I didn't even bother getting a fade. I just got to skin because I was like, it's gonna grow back in like two short amount of time if I don't right. right? So dude was like, yo, what's up, ball shots? Ooh! <laughs> yo, I'm glad to see the, the middle school things you were that just I used to do. Bro. Do they still do open neck? Nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, whoa! That shit. <laughs> they just slap the top of your head if you're bald. Like, Balding. full palm and yeah. everything, bro. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. It'd be like a basketball. You're not palming my joint like a Spalding, bro. Like Jordan on the in the on the wing. <laughs> nah, I, nah, people used to be getting fights. I remember a dude got to a fight because he did this. <laughs> yeah, I want to fight too. You're not going to be palming my dome, bro. The, but anyway, let's get to the topic today. We got something that we called a while ago, which was The Flash Not Doing Well. Man. And superhero movie fatigue kicking in. Yeah. Um, Dude, I guess we should start there. So, uh, wait, I have, hold on, hold on. Um, I guess I'll just say, depending on what's hap- what, how I felt when I'm editing this uh, as a video, you might have seen a very offensive meme for what we're going to be saying after that. <laughs> Talking about after this. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And... Um, after that, we're going to bring on some sports topics because me and Denzel are here talking about the draft a little bit. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to talk about Jared Anderson not looking like he could beat Anthony Joshua yeah, last Oof. week. <laughs> Joshua might. Joshua is overrated, right? Yes. But I feel like everybody wants to love Joshua so much. And I know we just said we started with the flash, but that's crazy. Everybody wants to love Joshua. Joshua's a guy that, like, because he looks like he he looks, he looks the like part. Hercules, right, he yeah. looks the part. Everyone says, oh, this guy, we want him to be there. We want yes. him to be elevated. But he's overrated. They're going to keep giving him cupcakes to fight, and he's going to beat all the cupcakes, and the minute he has to face a challenge, he's going to lose. Nah, and now i got to delay the flagship further to do Joshua Appreciation yeah. Hour, bro. You, you're not serious. Uh, I got to do Joshua, Joshua Appreciation Hour? hour? You're not serious. Talk to, me, Talk to me. I got to do it, bro. Talk to me. Joshua, right? And I think it was 16 and 0. Mm-hmm. Faces Dillian White. You couldn't pay Wilder to face Dillian White, bro. We're people not, were not We're not talking about Deontay idea. Wilder, though. Like, he's yeah, like, but no. people. Were, you, you couldn't face, pay, pay Deontay Wilder to fight Dillian White. It was a struggle to get other people to do it as well. Joshua, all right, I'm 16 and 0. I don't really have that much experience. Let me just knock White out in five rounds before I go for my title. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. My 18th, was it? I think it was 18th. Maybe 18th or 17th. Charles Martin. Now, to be honest, I don't rate Charles Martin that high. Most people. Really? Don't. You don't? 
Most people don't, right? But ever since Joshua knocked him out in two rounds, right. people talk about him like he's some easy lunch. Adam Kalnaski wasn't an easy lunch for him. For, I think it was Alanius, wasn't an easy lunch for him either. Mm-hmm. Wasn't an easy lunch for Jared Anderson, who we're going to talk about later. And they were talking about him heavy. I was hearing dudes say, ah, you know, he's the next Riddick Bowen type shit. Oh, come on. Uh, even though he'll never see this, hey man, shout out to Steve Kim. Besides that, you're usually on point with everything you say. Uh, Riddick Bow, you can't, you see people just be throwing out names, like, <laughs> like you can't just say that, like, man, there's a gravitas that comes with certain names. Nah, people just be saying whatever, man. Whatever! I remember, like, Abel Sanchez was like, you know, my fighter, I think it was Ryan Martin, and this was before Ryan Martin, just like, right before Ryan Martin had to fight Josh Taylor, so we all know what happened to Ryan Martin. Uh, he was like, yeah, you know, my man Ryan Martin, he's a, he, he, he's a lot like Terry Norris. You know, he just doesn't have that spitefulness to him. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, anyway. okay, let's get on to the pressing issues and we'll revisit the, uh, yes. the but yeah, Joshua, I think is overrated and I feel like it's just, he looks the part. So because you look the part, people want you to be the part. Yes. But period. The minute he fights Fury, he lose. He lost. I would say the old ass Klitschko brothers would beat Joshua Joshua right now. He beat one of the Klitschko brothers though. <laughs> At seventeen well, and no. Well the other one though. <laughs> the other one. Vitaly. What's the other one? That's crazy. Vitaly and who's the other one? What's the other one? Vlad. Vlad. Which Vlad one? lost to him. <laughs> he got knocked I don't fuck oh, look, look like this. Denzel don't believe in you, Joshua. I don't oh, believe that's in you. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in you. I saw Andy Ruiz. Andy not, Ruiz no. not even that horrible. Andy Ruiz, he's just fat. Come on, bro. You're not supposed to lose to Andy Ruiz. You're not. This is not a Buster Douglas situation. That was a Buster Douglas situation. He's not Mike Tyson. One loss. He's only, not Mike Tyson. Andy Ruiz only got damn still getting delayed. Well, only one. I'm just gonna put all this shit in the back half of the, the podcast where we read really this. But like, what's it called? What's it called? One loss to Parker, who dropped, who was a champion that Joshua beat. And that was his only loss of his career. One loss, which was a close loss in somebody else's backyard. That is not a trash heavyweight. Trash. How? <laughs> Overrated. That's, that's, until I see more, until I see him fight fighters that I believe are on his caliber or on a caliber above him and either hold his own, lose a decision. Like, like who are we really saying? Because you're only saying, like, Fury. Yeah. Because the heavyweight division is would that not. Be, would that be it, then? Yes. I Fury. That's insane. Be Ruiz, Ruiz a third time. Prove it. All right, bro. Let's be real. Hey, you saw the second fight, right? Really prove it. You saw the second fight, yeah, right? I saw it. Yeah, I there's saw no it. way Ruiz is winning a fucking third fight. No way. No way. That, that, I was like, what's it called? I didn't buy the Ruiz Buster Douglas. I was like, Ruiz isn't that bad. And then, like, what's it called? I saw him fight Joshua the second fight at, like, a Ruiz. I was like, mm. yeah. Then I saw him fight, uh, I think it was Chris Areola. No, well, here's a big nips. Here's the thing. That was a fucking trash. That's a good point. I ain't gonna hold you. Let me ask you this, though, because boxing has changed, in, and I think this is a Mayweather thing. Okay. Where the O is the most important thing. You see boxers literally just trying to protect their O. They're fi- they'll take lesser fighters. They'll pick and choose when they want to fight. And they'll pick guys. Who is an O protector? No, I'm just saying, like, when did that become... The standard. Yeah, I mean, protecting pretty, the O. I, I, I guess it's a Mayweather thing, right? 
Sort of, but not really. Because a lot of people say it's a Mayweather thing. And I would say yes on the sole fact that there is an entire promotion that now has that as kind of their, their mode. Like PBC, there's not a lot of guys who have like a one or anything on, like that on their record that are still doing good. Or like even at times even part of the promotion. Like Right. So sometimes you'll see a guy like, because what happens with PBC is they want to promote guys that are undefeated so bad. When a guy takes a loss, right, it's on it's, the shelf. It's a, yeah, it's almost like you lose one time in a sport where you can lose. Yeah, you know, you look one wrong direction, or you make one wrong punch, and you can literally be on the ground. It's like when did the O become the? Because all of the great fighters that you watched growing up, even Riddick Bo, Lennox Lewis, all these guys have L's on their resume. It doesn't make them any lesser fighters. That is true. But I will say it kind of was. I feel like people forget how bad it was back then, too. Because a lot of people think that, oh, well, if you lost back then, it wasn't a big deal, right? No, it was a very big deal. Especially if you were someone of a high position being hyped up by a promotion for an entire time. Uh, for example, I, I'm trying to think of a good one. I want to say Leonard... I feel like there's probably someone better to say. Actually, yeah, there was a guy that was fighting, going to fight for the middleweight title. Mm-hmm. This was unfortunately the time when Hagler had the middleweight title. And so Hagler that was, motherfucker was not winning that shit. Hey, Hagler was going to swing. And you know what uh, his uh, trainer, Emmanuel Stewart, said? What? The, the, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was trained with Emmanuel Stewart. Emmanuel uh, Stewart just flat out said, if he loses this title fight, he might as well retire. No losses, nothing at all. The old man might as well bounce if he moves to Hagler, not gonna lie. And this is Hagler. Yeah, you know how harsh that is to just say to somebody. Like, that's not like Andy Ruiz. Yeah. But what's it called? Well one, he was gonna get the rematch and we all knew well, most people with brains knew that Joshua wasn't gonna just come in the second time and with the same stupid game strategy of let me fight the guy with T Rex on that close range. Do do you think that do you well you do also look, there's a message on the Adobe screen. Uh, now look, look, this is all, this is what I can say. I don't even know where I was going before. That shit, that shit really distracted Um, where were we You're talking about, um, Joshua for a second. You went back to Joshua. Joshua, look, look, the only way you're going to prove it to me is if you beat the top competition, the heavyweight division since what year was that? 2000 and you want to call it 10? Oh, what are you exactly want to say? You want to say in like, terms of like the caliber of fighters on the decline, 2010. You want to call it 2015. Like which era do you want to like? What do you mean? I want to say when the heavyweight division was ceded to the middleweights or the welterweights or the lightweights, where heavyweight wasn't the number one in boxing anymore. That would probably be like start of Pushkar, so probably 2010. 2010. Let's call it 2010. Maybe better earlier, but yeah. Still, like I just. What I don't like is, all right, you already got an L on your record, fine. And I don't really care about the the O, you know, because I feel like you're in a combat sport. Like, the one thing they say at the beginning of every boxing match is what? Protect yourself at all times. Yeah. Because you never know when you could be on the ground. Yeah. Right? I just think, like, that is what's been fucking up boxing. You're not promoting the heavyweights, which people want to see heavyweights swing on each other. People want to see large-ass men... No, 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 no. Let's let's clarify what it is. The heavyweight division is not that bad. There is some talent there, and there is a there's some decent fighters there that you could say could give a few problems. The thing is, and the reason why you don't see it promoted as much as it was in the nineties 
or the 80s and 70s and shit like that. Because guess who's not in charge of it? Who is not in charge of the heavyweight division? Yes. Guess what happened when the Klitschko era started? It's not that hard to think about when you start, when you just think about there. The Klitschko era? Yeah. What was not in the Klitschko era? Who was not in the Klitschko era? No. Well, well what? Was what, not, what was not in the Klitschko era? Klitschko. 2010. What was not in the Klitschko era? I have no idea. <laughs> Shannon Briggs. Oh. There was no Shannon American <laughs> that was really there. Shannon Briggs, I think at that time, um, I think Let's go, champ! In 2008, he lost. And then he was trying to just call out Vlad for a He fight. was following him around yeah, the world. Bro, he was literally insane. following him around the world. He followed him. At, now, when he followed him onto the, uh, what's On it the called? boat! On the boat. He's like, hey, champ. Hey, champ. <laughs> hey, champ. Make him fall in the water. Make him fall in the make, water. Make, make a wave. Make a wave. Make a wave. Oh. oh. Damn, champ. Oh, man. Now, and, I, and Vlad was so angry. Too. I would have fought him just off that. Now, he, he was like, he was like, you crossed the fucking line. You crossed the fucking line. Come, come here, bitch. And he started passing out towards this. Klitschko wouldn't have died in that summer. <laughs> nah, nah, he wouldn't be able to fit in that summer. You just saw that shit like I am close to four. Right, his walk side, right? His outline of his body around the submarine. Yeah, I just I want heavyweights to come back in terms of like heavyweights who know how to fight because Wilder was a flash in the pan. Obviously, we want to see Michael giant Graham's. dudes like swing and you know knock dudes out, and that's fun. It's entertaining, but obviously, when you see when you see him fight competition, he'll get exposed. Yeah, that's the only point about Joshua. It's the same as Wilder. He's a better fighter than Wilder. He's more technically sound than Wilder. Yeah, way better head movement than Wilder. Yeah. But until you fight competition, and I guess that's what we love about boxing of the past. I can't even rate you. I feel like I can't even rate you correctly. He didn't fight competition. I feel like it's unfair to say that he didn't fight competition. I feel like it's only fair to say, like, if you want to say that he didn't fight competition that was... I guess I would just be trashing the other champions. But if you want to say that he didn't fight them to his level, besides, like, Klitschko, I guess I could see that. Because a lot of people look at Parker now and they're like, that dude's fucking boring. And he kind of sucks. Klitschko, when he fought Joshua, was in his late 30s, <clears throat> early 40s. Probably was 40. Yeah, I mean, obviously you beat Klitschko, and so that's not trying to shit on you. You can beat my ass, no problem, Joshua. I'm not trying to You gotta look at that fight, by the way, bro. That shit was like, like, I remember people said, like, it was like watching two superheroes fight. It really was like watching. So think about it, though. Klitschko's 40. Yeah. He's fighting Joshua like that. He's 40. You're saying when he was younger, he would have beaten him? If he was 30, 33? 33, I'd say he would have beaten him. But How old is Joshua like, now? Late 20s? 30, early 30s? 31, yeah. 31, when, when he fought Klitschko, that was what? 2017. 17. Okay, so that's he's like 20-something. And Klitschko's 40 at the time. Yeah. Come on now. Only Come on now. I would say he beat him if he was like 35, because that's when I think Klitschko's at prime, or like 35, 33. Because when Klitschko was old, he was oddly better than when he was young. Because when Klitschko was young... He fucking sucked. He was horrible. <laughs> he was the he was, Like, yo, everybody knew, too. Like, it was like, I think it was like during that time, people generally thought they were like, yo, like, there's no way you're trying to sell me this. I just think, like, and the promotions do stand to blame. You you have to blame Top Rank for some degree. You have to blame PBC. You have to blame Showtime. You have to blame Golden Boy and all these other motherfuckers. You have to because the promoters are, in a sense, what is fucking up the sport? Boxing doesn't have a Dana White figurehead commissioner type character to say, you got to fight this man. If you don't fight him, you strip. 
period. Nah, I'm gonna have to push back against that too on the sole fact that I think people overrate how good Dana White and the UFC are. Now, I'm not trying to say that Dana White and the UFC are without holes. They have there's a lot of holes, but I'm saying like that model of we watch Mayweather and no disrespect to Mayweather pick and choose his fights. I want to fight Cotto this time. I want to fight Pacquiao. Way past, we wanted to see that in 2009. They fought in 2015. But Conor McGregor did the same thing. But Conor McGregor already earned the two Stewart champion, helped UFC get to the point where they were. McGregor, oh sorry, Floyd was literally the I think the biggest draw in boxing at that because time. Because they had Four nothing. Champion. They had nothing. They had Pacquiao and Oscar still. Oscar, yeah, Oscar. He was still around during Floyd's time. We want to say Oscar fell off after the Floyd fight. That was 2008. Nah, he fell off after well. I was after the two thousand. Was that eight two thousand eight? Because he was still with HBO at the time. It might have was. Was it eight or thirteen? Twenty thirteen? No, no way. Delahoya? No way. Hold on. It might have been thirteen actually. No, I feel because I feel like he caught he fought Canelo. No, yeah, yeah, Canelo was thirteen. My bad, my bad. But so, so yeah. it was oh eight. Yeah, yeah, it was oh eight. Oh eight. It's twenty twenty three. Think about how different the world was in two thousand eight. Eight oh eight and heartbreak just came out. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. So I I just, what I want to see as a true fan of combat sports, we don't even have to put it on boxing. We want to see the best fighters fight the best fighters. And I would love that we incentivize our best to fight our best. Like the Super Bowl, we don't wait to get to the Super Bowl. And then it's the fucking Detroit Lions against the Cleveland Browns. Damn, that shit would hurt. Right? Like, we want to see the best team from the AFC against the best team from the NFC. The best team in the Eastern Conference in basketball against the best team from the Western Conference. You should not be fighting so hard to protect your O when you're in a combat sport. Was it Mosley still around in 2008? Nah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's another star. That, what the hell? He was. Well, Loki, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, he picked and chose. And Connor picked and chose, too. People actually forget, but that's what they were all. Uh, he fought Aldo in his prime. He beat, he knocked Aldo out the first round. Yeah, but that was when he was coming up. After he got those belts? Nope. Yeah, he was doing nope. But also, he was, hold on. He was also, though, doing them favors. Fighting, fighting Mayweather for an exhibition. Not a favor, because you made a lot of money, but. Yeah. That was not You're a doing side quests, yeah. too. Which the UFC stands to benefit from. So I'm sure if they let you slide on a few things, I'm sure. You're, you're one of them making them the most money. One of the most money. Because Amanda knows oh, how nice she is. She just retired. Not getting her money anymore. Ronda been gone. Not getting her money anymore. John Jones can't stay off the weed or the cocaine or whatever the fuck. You're not getting his money consistently. Daniel Cormier is in the booth. You're not getting his money. Rumble Joshua's been retired. You're not Rumble getting Johnson. his money. Rumble Johnson's dead, but yeah. Oh, shit, he did. Oh, <laughs> shit. Rest in peace, Rumble Johnson. Rest in peace. I just remember he retired after fighting Cormier because he kept trying to kick Cormier, and Cormier just kept grabbing his leg and throwing him to the ground. He didn't retire after that either. He went to Bellator. Oh, he did it? Oh, <laughs> damn. Rumble Joshua was just like a repressed memory. R- rest in peace, though. Rest in peace, Rumble Joshua. Um, yeah, so even even UFC stars of yesteryear, Rampage Jackson, their money's gone. Anderson Silver's money's gone. So I understand that they have maximized Conor McGregor, and since he has allowed them to do that, he also was like, yo, I want to back it. I want to be able to have special treatment. Fine. Eh, I don't know about that. It's a slippery slope, but it's fine. Do you not remember how bad? I think people forget how bad, bad it against, was at a certain point. Against uh, Khabib? Oh, he looked terrible. Yeah, but like, what's it called? Literally, when he won the title from Aldo, you know how much times he defended that title? 
twice. Zero. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't defend that shit at all. He literally got the featherweight title and, and then went it. to fight Nate Diaz. Didn't vacate it. It was still there. And then he went to... Um, yeah, they let him do a lot of bullshit. And he didn't fight no one. And Diaz did, didn't he? Yeah, he, he lost to Diaz, then he barely won the second fight, and then he got a lightweight title shot right after. <laughs> By the way, he fought Diaz at welterweight twice, bro. And he looked, but he looked much better fighting at 160 than uh, well, fighting at one. Yeah, yeah, than fighting at 145. He looked dehydrated at 145. Yeah, but he was better at 145. He was? You think yeah. so? Bruh. I mean, and, but again, he was younger too. He was better on the sole fact that I think, in in general, aside from the Alvarez fight, which was impressive, and I he beat the fuck out of Alvarez. Surprised. I don't understand what the he fuck happened He beat the there. fuck out of him. He honestly never looked good at uh, one fifty five. Mm. He won, I think. That was that, that was cash grab. What do you mean cash grab? Move up and wait. Fight the better fighters in the division more money. Nah, it's probably because he couldn't make forty five anymore. And let's be real. Um, if he had stayed, he would have. And he looked bad. You see the? Do you see these billboards for the promoting the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, he looks too. He looks bad. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's supposed to be. I don't know what they're supposed to. In that picture, he looked like he was walking around at one ninety. Probably two hundred. Yeah. He looked bad. Yeah. Mm. He might be in the WWE soon too. (laughs) He might be. Right with Logan Paul. But um, anyway, he didn't defend the uh, featherweight title at all. So they eventually stripped him, and it became Max Holloway versus uh. And he Alvaro. was uh, Max Holloway was a flash in the pan because I used to really like it. How twelve fight win streak is a flash in the pan? Flash in the pan, as in like once you once he lost, he never got it back. I should say, I, yeah, flash in the pan is not correct. At the end of the day, I I truly believe in combat sports, whether it's boxing, MMA, it's just a guy that has your number. And that guy was right. unfortunately Volkanovski. So look, the same way how, and a lot of people don't like Adesanya for other reasons, mm-hmm. but I like that he keeps fighting against, what's his name, Pereira? Mm-hmm. Pereira has his number. Yes. Has historically had his number, even from the scene. Yeah. But he sees him as somebody either on his level or better than him. I want to keep fighting him. I feel like once guys... Get a little bit of adversity. You're so used to fighting the cupcakes. You want a two round knockout, three round knockout. You get 17 straight fights, 17 and no fine. You get your first taste of adversity, and either you just have a really tough go or you lose. Now you never fight anybody of worth to stuff again unless you're really desperate. I mean, Max Holloway is still fighting people. Shit, he fought Volkanovski before he beat um Allen. Up. His next fight is horrible. I, I won't lie about that. I don't know why he's fighting Korean <laughs> Zombie. Um, I, I don't know How old the Korean Zombie? I feel like it's like 40. Probably 30 something. And I can never even say his name. I always purpose say the Korean zombie. Shan Sung Jung? <laughs> that reminds me of the Mortal Kombat character, Shang Tsung. Not he, um, I don't know why that fight's happening, but he's. Max is still fighting dudes. I ain't go, I go put him out like a. a, a, a 36. Uh, 36 looks like he's 45. Look at him. He looks like he does not want to be there. <laughs> Yo, I have a wife and kids. Like, I want to teach my kids how to. Do the ABCs. Like, I'm tired of fighting. I mean, he requested the fight. Probably needs the money. I'm not supposed to be a retirement fight. There you go. See? He looks so, like, he looks like it. Said, he looks like he's at the end. But, uh, what's it called? The only thing we've been doing for that fight, we've been trying to put how much bets, uh, for how much punches Max Holloway's gonna land on him. I'm putting, uh, close that he's gonna break the record again and land 700 strikes. <laughs> I'll put, you seven, think so? I'll put it 700. That's, that's a high ass number. 
that's like a super high number. You're right, bro. You. you might be knocked out by 600. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm just remembering what he did to Calvin Cater, and that shit was brutal to watch, mm. bro. Okay, we'll see how we how, how our guy Zombie goes out. We'll see. You know who I just thought of? This is random. Superman. An old UFC punching bag. Just a guy who's hired to take punishment. Sam Alvey? Him. <laughs> Clay Guida. No. Remember him? The Not carpenter. Clay Guida's pretty good. He was a ground and pound specialist who never wanted to stay on the ground. <laughs> that was his game. Ground and pound. Get you on the ground, tire you out, and then wail on you. He always wanted to stand up and fight strikers, though. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Hey, man. That's oh, not looking. Clay oh, Guida. They called you the carpenter for a reason. You stayed on that ground. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, NBA draft. NBA draft. Yes. Now, look. Before we talk about Wemby, he's playing his first game on Friday, correct? I think. In the summer league. In the summer league? I don't watch summer league games. I wouldn't know. I'm going to watch it just for Wemby. I only watch summer league games when it's like the number one pick and shit. Like, I don't watch it for everybody. I watch the first. I'm interested in the first, let's say, five picks, how they play. So that's Wemby, Scoot, Brandon Miller, the Thompson Twins, right? Bruh. Yeah, I think those are the top five picks. The overtime league. Like, yo, we need to talk about that. Overtime elite is cool. The concept is cool. No, it's not. <laughs> in, in terms of like, in terms of like, I'm not gonna force or how, how can you even say this? What I don't mind is that if you're 16 years old, if you're 15 years old, if you're 17 years old, you're old enough to know that your you could have a career in the NBA. You're old enough to know that. Okay. So instead of wasting these kids' time, and I'm not saying that high school is a waste of time, but there's other ways to gain your high school diploma and your equivalency. There's been that's not new either. That's been like since I was a kid. You can get your DD, and you don't even have to finish traditional high school. If these guys are like, "Fam, I'm gonna try to maximize this talent that I have," I don't know what's gonna happen in the next five years. I don't know what's gonna happen in the next six years. I know that at 16 years old, I can join this academy, make real money, and get my high school diploma. Make real money. I'm talking about not like $100 a game. I'm talking at least five-figure salary as a 16-year-old playing basketball. From the monetary standpoint and a lot of the backgrounds that these people come from, I'm never going to sit here and frown upon a young person who's not using illegal means and making real money. So from that standpoint... I'm, I support that. I support the kids being able to make money playing basketball because playing basketball, no one, LeBron James's career is not normal. Yeah. A 20 year career is not normal. And he didn't even have to go to college. He was straight out of high school. So you could tear your ACL in college and be done. You could fuck up your ankle and be done. So the fact that they have an ability to make real money is cool. And at least, if they're irresponsible with the money, that's their business. But the fact that they had the opportunity to make it, right? Oh, that's what I like about it. What I don't like about it is, them Thompson twins, I want to say, are at least 19 to 20. Them overtime elite kids, they're playing 15 to 16. 16. You're going to look good against them. Bullying the so the fact that the Pistons and the Rockets took them, number four and number five, Knowing that they were playing competition. Yo, hold on. Did you see like some of the scouting reports like on the verge? 
Oh, I, yeah. I heard, like, so one of them was like, I was watching one. That I, I don't like. see it on the, on the graph. And I was just going through and it said, okay, the Thompson twins from the overtime. And I was like, ooh, that sounds horrible. And then they were like, <laughs> and then, and then what's it called? They say, okay. So the first one, they were like, all right, man, you, um, I think it was the first or second one. I don't remember. But basically they're like, all right, so this guy, remember what we said about Scoot Henderson, where we said he could shoot from mid range, but he can't shoot for three for his life. This guy can't shoot from mid range either. <laughs> he can't only, like, I was like, wait, so he can only drive? I was like, that's horrible. And then there, I was like, all right, what, what about the second one? That can't be clearly as bad. And they were like, turnover Worse. machine. I was like, ah, uh, in the overtime league against the six. It's junior varsity. I'm like, oh, nah, bro. This is going to yeah. be the worst trade yeah. of all time. That's, that's the drawback of it. What I would love for colleges to do, and they're starting to do it with NIL, allowing the athletes to get paid because in theory, college basketball is the best place to go for development. If you're a one-and-done, fine. You're a one-and-done, but you at least understand travel. You at least understand playing in an arena, like a large arena, or having a big stage. Understanding that reporters will be following you and watching what you do and preparing you for the league. That I do like, except the fact that you ain't going to get paid. So if God wants to choose Overtime Elite or the G League because they're going to get paid, I'm not mad at that. Like, I want that to be clear. This is America. <laughs> this is America. It's about money here. So I'm not mad at that, but I don't expect the Thompson Twins to really do much in the league. I don't either. Especially on the And so pistons. with all these advanced scouts, with all this analytics that the NBA swears by, how can you look at two inefficient-ass players playing against 16-year-olds and say, oh, yeah, let's take them with the number four pick and the number five pick? They should be second-round projects. Yeah. What are you going to do, right? And Wemby, I'm excited. I'm excited to see you. Only thing I don't like, man, about Wemby and Allen, bro, and it's the same thing I didn't like about Chet Holgram. And I know my friend tried to, to lie to me and tell me, oh, what, what do you mean? Wemby, I'm like, wait, it's know, way better. Exactly I'm looking say. at this dude. I'm like, bro, this dude looks like a stick figure. Yeah. <laughs> and what did Chet Holgram, what happened? He didn't play his rookie season last season. You remember why? Injured. In the drooly. LeBron is backing him in the post. No, no, no. I got that wrong. LeBron's driving the lane. Chet is trying to play defense. LeBron goes up strong with for a layup. And again, this is an exhibition game in the Drew League. Chet Holmgren fucks up his foot. In a summertime game, he's, he's brittle. He's fragile. So to sit here and act like that's not a big thing, it is. And they say that they may be force-feeding him. He can't keep the weight up. Jesus. When you play basketball, all you're doing is running. You're burning that off. I'm surprised that they can't, like, get that weight on. Though. I get that. Football is different because football, you have to do a lot of strength training. Yeah. Right? You have to be willing to put your hands up against another 300-pound man. So you have to be strong in that regard. Basketball is about agility and about speed, especially now. There are no shacks in the league. There are no shacks in the league. Giannis is the closest thing to Shaq, and Giannis and Wemby is about the same height. I was going to say, when you say Aiden or not? DeAndre Aiden? I haven't seen a nigga play in a while. Calm down. Trash! <laughs> Trash! Monty Williams left the Suns, and they have Bradley Beal now because he DeAndre Aiden was so trash. He went to go host the Pistons. Trash. That's crazy. And he, yeah, DeAndre Aiden was the number one pick too. So Wemby, what I want, what I'm really interested to see is how the Spurs feel like they should use him best. Because remember when Tim Duncan, you probably don't remember this, so I'm not going to say remember. <laughs> when Tim Duncan got drafted, the Spurs still had David Robinson. 
So they played two bigs. They played David Robinson as a traditional center and Tim Duncan as a power forward. Okay. So with that allows you to play more on the wings, on the elbows, on the perimeter, and the center controls the paint. But with Wemby now, he's seven foot five. You can't play him as a power forward. Like, how are they going to play him? Are they going to play him as a stretch, like a Dirk Nowitzki type? Or are they going to say, no, get your ass in that paint, you're seven foot five? Like, that's my biggest question. Popovich is an old school type coach, though, too. He's not like these new coaches who want their big men to just stand on the three point line and shoot. He come from David Robinson and Tim Duncan. He wants you in that on that block. Who else is his first half right now? No one. <laughs> um, they have actually wait, no, no, hold on. Hold they on, have on, uh, the on. dude named uh, Keon Johnson. I'm he's giving a guard. Him a shout out, even though he's not gonna hear this. Uh oh. To my old high school classmate Julian Champagne, bro. Shout out for making this first, bro. Oh, where are you? You really went to high school with somebody yeah. on the Spurs? No, that's fire. Shout him out. What's that's his name? Uh, Julian Champagne. That's a great name. <laughs> that's a great... Is that his real name? Yeah. That's a great name. Well, shout out to you, Julian. I hope you do well. And you and Wemby, you know what I mean? Hopefully I'll do well. But the Spurs have, like, Keon Johnson. He's a guard. He's all right. He's like a Bruce Brown type. And um, they have a guy named Vassell. He's a forward. He's okay. I would say if you gave him 2K ratings, Johnson would be an 80 overall and Vassell would be a 75 overall. Gotcha. Yeah. For my youngins out there, not me. So, we're going to see. Wemby is interesting, though. He's interesting. He's interesting. And Brandon Miller's also interesting. I know. A John right? Moran offspring. Yeah, I was like, unfortunately, he went to the Hornets. And even though I am a Hornets fan. I'll You're a Hornets fan? Yeah. From Indiana? Christian. I don't live in Indiana. <laughs> from Indiana. I used to be in Indiana. Is that, where you, is that where you're from? No, this is college, bro. Oh, are you originally from New York? Yeah. Oh! I'll show you dude, I was from Indiana. Yeah! I'm about to say, Reggie Miller and the Pacers ain't do nothing for you, but um, how do you become a Charlotte Hornets fan? Please explain this to me, because right, I also, so, I'm sure so you were alive so when the Bobcats like, existed, right? I was, like, playing 2K when I was, like, younger, right? And I didn't know anything about basketball. And my, and my friend was like, all right, bro, you're going to play the Charlotte Hornets versus the Raptors. And at this point, the Raptors <laughs> were garbage. So we were like, so we were just playing, right? And I don't know why he picked the Charlotte Hornets, because I don't think they were that much better during that time either. No. So, so but we picked the, what's it called? At that point, and, and, I, and just after that, bro, I was like, you know what, bro? I'm picking the Charlotte Hornets to support. And then when I got older and I said it once, I didn't want to be like a bitch and change teams to anyone else. So I was like, yeah, you should have. You should have. As a lifelong Knicks fan, you should have. If I could have switched teams. Nope. I was staying devoted, bro. I brought the snapback and everything. <laughs> 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 I, was, I, was, I was ready to stay with too. What do you think about Jordan selling the team? Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, he was really, he was really bad. Now, someone said, um, what's it called? Him picking Brandon Miller over Scoot Henderson was his last fuck you to the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, yo, Brandon Miller not even that bad. But not, not for real. And he should, they should have took him. Brandon Miller didn't want to go to the Hornets. Do you notice that he said that Paul George was his goat instead of Michael Jordan? Cause he knows Michael Jordan's petty. I don't think, bro, there's no way you said that shit. He said that he didn't want to go to the Hornets. Bro, if you really wanted to be petty and you wanted to really not get drafted to the Hornets, you you know what you would have said. LeBron's a go. Yeah, right. Yo, my goal is LeBron. But yeah, he said Paul George. I'm like, yo, where's your head at, my guy? I was like, Paul George. Paul George? I was like, this motherfucker's weird, bro. (laughs) Yeah, you want to start a podcast? You should be talking to us, Brandon. (laughs) Yeah, nah, but... I think that it'll work with Charlotte because of LaMelo Ball. 
Remember, Miles Bridges used to be on the Hornets. He's the same style of player, and Brandon Miller's got a way better jump shot than him. Yes. So, well, what's you, it called? They said Brandon Miller's not really the greatest interior scorer. He's not. Yeah. He's a good perimeter scorer. He's sort of like Paul George, even though Paul George would drive the lane and dunk on you. Like, that was Indiana Pacers. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? Because like, I, I, watching really, the Indiana I really Pacers. thought you were from Indiana. <laughs> like, I thought that's where you were from. <laughs> Roy Hibbert, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to the walking trash can, Roy Hibbert. Um, but Brandon Miller, I think, is going to be decent. I feel like it'll be like a Carmelo-LeBron thing where Carmelo was supposed to win Rookie of the Year because LeBron, who was what, who he was, LeBron got Rookie of the Year. I feel like if they both have comparable seasons, even if Brandon Miller has a slightly better season, they'll give it to Wemby, and that's whatever, that's politics. Yeah. Whatever, but if LaMelo and Brandon play well, that's at least you have a, a nucleus or something. Because LaMelo Ball is nice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know the Warriors wish they took LaMelo Ball instead of taking Wiseman. That's another bro, topic for another day. The best. I've never seen someone drop off like that in my life, bro. I woke up one day, I was like, so I was like, yo, Warriors are getting a center. I was like, yo, did they get Wiseman already? They were like, that motherfucker. <laughs> bro. Wiseman. Oh, you not wise. And I thought the Warriors were going to be nice for the next 10 years because I'm like, they still have Steph Curry, who's still fucking incredible. Play and you get, he's falling off a little bit, but you don't need him to do that much. And you have Wiseman now, and you have Kaminga, and you have Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole gone. They got Chris Paul now. Really? The Warriors have Chris Paul. They gave up Jordan Poole to for Chris Paul. Paul. What the fuck? I mean, look. You can't have a nigga that Draymond knocked out on the scene, bro. I feel like, though, what's really unfair, the Warriors sort of made it seem like it's Jordan Poole's fault he got punched. Jordan Poole was the victim! <laughs> if anybody should be off the fucking team, it's Draymond! Bruh. Bruh. Speaking of Ice Spice, I think he went on a date with her. You got competition. <laughs> Jordan Poole coming to take your spot, you feel me? What spot, bro? I really wish, bro, he could keep that overrated Bronxillion, bro. I hope, I hope I'm sending this out. Just I'm putting it in the universe. St. Francis College does something where Ice Spice can come to the college. I will use every ounce of lobbying I can. I will talk to the president, Tim, who keeps sending me emails. I will talk to the former president. I will talk to every professor I know. Please, can we get her into the radio room? Christian and Ice Spice one-on-one podcast exclusively on TKG. Oh, I would love that so fucking much. I would love, I, I will sit right in that back room. I wouldn't even contribute. I would just sit there and watch. All right. I hope anyway, that happens. You've been on sports for a while. It's time to get to the thing that I'm probably going to put the meme for. <laughs> okay. I'll show it to you after all. What's it called? The, the cat pot. But um, what's it called? The submarine. <laughs> I know it's, it's crazy to start laughing as soon as you say that. I'm just but gonna it's like, put bro. it this way. I'll put it this way just to, <laughs> to start this off. If anyone that's that was watching this like is getting ready to turn it off or is saying that we're insensitive <laughs> and is possibly going to the YouTube that I just made a couple days ago. Calm the fuck down. Calm the no fuck down, bro. They, they, no one cares. No one cares, bro. That's why this shit is so funny, bro. It is a bunch of rich people who made a dumb decision.
to go on a small submarine controlled by a Logitech controller. <laughs> Hold on, I should speak right into the camera for this. If I saw a friend that went bungee jumping with a company that was known for having cords that would snap, that were known for having accidents, and they did the bungee jumping off of a broken down bridge, Bruh. and the bridge broke, and he died. You asking for it. it? Guess what I would say? Why the fuck was he on that bridge in the fucking first place? <laughs> exactly. Like, bruh, the Titanic already sunk. What's there to, what, what is there to see? Watch the movie. Leonardo DiCaprio is great in it. Just watch the movie. Ridiculous. But we haven't had our little deep discussion yet, so we're going to start with this one, man. Do you think at a certain point, when you're just rich... Actually, you know, this is the type of shit that we were talking about before, where it was like, bro, if I had a lot of money, mm-hmm. this isn't the goofy shit I'd be doing with it. Nope. I don't understand. You just get rich to a certain point where yeah. life becomes boring to yeah. you? that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. We're looking at it from this perspective because we don't have as much money as them. Right, so we're looking at it like, yo, if I had this money, I would start this business and I would do this and I would make it this way and I would do this and that. If these people have been rich for their whole lives, there's no more intrigue in the money. There's no more there's no drive. There's no drive to either figure out how to make more if you have if you're a billionaire, right? Yeah. How much more are you gonna make? And there's no drive to like, okay, boom, I know exactly what to do. I'm gonna start this business, or I'm gonna call this person, and we're gonna do this, we're gonna build this. Yeah. Like all of that's done. So now you're just living off of your hard work or nepotism, and most likely nepotism. I know one of the what's it called? The you hear about the uh, kid, uh, one of the billionaires. He was uh he was on um while his dad was probably dead mm-hmm. at this point, or ste- I think it was his stepdad. He's probably dead at this mm-hmm. point. Um, he was online on some site. Like trying to get pity pussy from OnlyFans models, bro. <laughs> like, I wish I could find the message itself. I probably will, and I'll put it up. You lie. You out. gotta be lying to I'm me, out, bro. I swear it was like so. In the midst of his father yeah, or his yeah, stepfather yeah. drowning, yeah, he was trying to use that as a. He's like, he's like, oh my, my dad's like, dad's dying, bro. And you know, can you just sit on me? What is this man's yeah. name? I would hold on. I'll find, I'll find it later. I'll put it on like um the the video version. Another inspiration to go to the video version. But um, what's it called? Um, what you went to? Man, you should have called Mariah Mills. <laughs> she would have gave it up for less. Right. She would have gave it up for less. You'd have had some brown sugar in your life, son. Yeah. Call Mariah. Yeah, I was seeing it. I was just like, nah, that's crazy. I was like, he's waiting for the check to clear though. Well, I mean, we all for the check to clear. Body not even cold. <laughs> Damn. And now, wait, I have also have a question. So the submarine obviously sunk. Mm-hmm. You're wondering what happened to it? Um, it couldn't handle the the pressure, right? Uh, oxygen. It went, too, and it went the, down too far. It couldn't handle because the the bottom of the ocean is like pressurized. Okay, so basically, the way it is is that the sub is. I don't think it was meant for that many people. First of all, but I think they said it was something like it had six hours worth of oxygen. For an eight-hour trip, and it could only be opened from the outside, which, to be fair, wouldn't have mattered anyway, because you could open it from the inside. Every person in that sub is dying from yeah, the water pressure. From the water. Um. So, yeah. So I, basically, this was a suicide mission. 
Yeah, we could call the homie who broke. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> no Kool-Aid this time. <laughs> Holy shit. You don't even get a tasty beverage. <laughs> and not Jim Jones the rapper, young people. Do your homework on Jim Jones. <laughs> Boy. So, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. I think they said that eventually nuts. pressure fucked up and the sub, like, collapsed on itself. And, yeah, so those guys were you know what's crazy, though, as, as we're talking shit? I'm supposed to go skydiving in the next two weeks, literally two weeks from today. I hope you did some research on that company. I did. No, I did. did. <laughs> and, and they had they made us watch this video. It was like a 30-minute video. You couldn't slip by, giving you all the disclaimers, all the legalese, all of it. So, like, you are fully aware of what you're getting yourself into. But, uh, yeah, whatever. If I die, I die. This podcast will just suck. <laughs> you know, whatever. That's what you saying. Ah, so, um, he actually didn't look up that company as much as we said he did. Um, I looked it up right after. Also, and, uh, if oh, I do well. die in the sub, in, in summary, in, in this skydiving, and I'm not praying for that, I'm not wishing that, I'm not speaking that into existence, knocking on wood, I want you and Anthony to cut my ass. <laughs> because if it was that bad. Like, like, for real, if that does happen, I want you and Anthony, obviously, to be respectful. You know, respectfully say, say your say, say your RIPs first, and we will miss you, and our podcast will suffer, and whatever. It was nice meeting you, but right after that, I want y'all to cut my ass. <laughs> I do because that's some ass cuttable shit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I will not be mad at the afterlife if you and Anthony come up in here and cut my ass if I die skydiving. I won't be. But do you think that's really? It? It's just like the whole fascination where it's like, yo. I have nothing else to really live for. I gotta do something to get my blood pumping yeah. in the morning. Like, remember you told me that story of that rich family who was building uh, a big ass yeah, mansion, bro. and then the mansion couldn't get built, and they were like, "We still want to build it," and it like yeah. ruined their whole year and some shit. Because anything can get old, anything, right? Women can get old, you know. Um, same job can get old. Yeah. Anything can get old. So having a lot of money, being well off, can get old. Drinking the most expensive water in the world, you just think of it as water now. You don't even think of it as special water. But when you first got it, damn, that's some special ass water. You know what I mean? So I think these motherfuckers. Sometimes you don't even get the, especially if you were like born to it, which I'm sure, I don't know how these guys work. It's like they don't even know what, um, what's it called? What the more trashier things in life are. So this is probably just like a normal day. Right. So, for them, it's like, this is what I'm used to. This is my life. This is just the way I live. They don't know anything different. And that's why I think John Morant wants to be a hood rat. Back to him. Because he doesn't <laughs> know anything different. He only knows having both his parents go into prep schools, private schools, major college, and then the NBA. He doesn't know what it... Probably, I don't know him, so I'm not going to say like I know. But he doesn't really know the struggle. Like, the real struggle. You're, you don't see your parents because they're working all the time. You have to get a job as a teenager. That type of struggle. Yeah. He doesn't know that. And so now he sees all these rappers and shit. He wants to be a fucking rapper. But he's not living that either. <laughs> like, even if he's trying to simulate that. Or he wants to that. be a, like a kingpin or some shit. I don't fucking know. He wants to be Tony Montana or some shit. <laughs> Tony Montanja. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I think it's just the disconnect in, like... What you don't have is exciting. So for us, money and fame, or not fame, but money and success, wealth, is exciting to us because it's something that we don't have. Struggle and things to just spend their money on is exciting to them because they don't have it. That's yeah, just, I guess. You ever, like, uh, like, uh, you ever see the movie ATL? 
ATL was a movie about roller skating with T.I. And there was a character in the movie named Nunu. It was Lauren London. She was a rich girl. But she only stayed in the hood. That's how T.I. met her. She met her at the roller skating place. She had hood rat friends. Nobody knew that she was a rich girl. Except one of T.I.'s friends. He finds out. But that's the thing. She just wanted to be in that area. She wanted to be in that environment. Because that was what it was exciting to her. She met new people. She met interesting people there. And she was hiding her secret rich life. Yeah. It's the same thing. John Morant is new. <laughs> Shout out to Nunu. Shout out to Lauren London. Shout out to T.I. Yeah. All right. So, away from the subway. Uh, shit. Submarine. Submarine, <laughs> subway, skydiving. Any way you want to slice it. Uh, aside from that, we're going to get into something that we predicted a long time ago. Kind of did. I was optimistic, though. I'm not, I think you predicted. I'm going to give you credit for that. I think it was Anthony. Yeah, yeah. He was straight up like, this shit yeah. looks like cards. I had hope. I think the only hope we had, though, was Loki seeing Batman, though. So, technically, we were right. That was the good, uh, from what we heard. Hey, that's the best part of the movie. <laughs> so, they made sure to show all the best parts of the movie in the trailer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> from, honestly, from the clip I saw, just, like, moving out, which I was, like, again, usually I have to, like, slow stuff down at times to notice, like, really bad CGI. Like, um, I remember some dudes did some animation. With like AI and the fucking fingers for the thing like crumpled in on each other, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, they got to slow that back down for me." Uh, well, but we had the worst CGI that you could think of superhero movie. I want to say like Green Lantern. Oh, oh god! I yeah. want to say that's like the yeah, worst movie CGI. Flash yeah. is giving it a run for its money though. Damn, ironically, and Green Lantern came out in two thousand what eleven, twelve. Yeah. Damn, I don't know the face on Ezra Miller like. The clip that I showed you, like, I like, I don't know if you noticed it, like, while the frames were going, out of one random frame, his head just got bigger. Like, out of nowhere. And I was like, whoa, what, maybe what because, happened? Maybe they were trying to, like, because he was eating? And his mouth and head are just going to get bigger? Like, <laughs> I don't oh, know, man. I'm not in the DC Studios, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any reason. <laughs> <laughs> trying to play devil's advocate to save him. <laughs> I can't save him. Look, I'm going to watch this movie, and I guess we all should watch it so then we can all come in and talk about it. Like, a bit more fairly, I guess. Right. I also want to see Spider-Man. Great movie. Ooh, it was so good. Yeah. Why are they doing live action? Oh, for Miles Morales? Yeah. Because it's getting successful enough to the point where they're going to try. Um, And Sony hasn't had a good... Yeah, I don't know if they've had a really good live action superhero movie in a, in a while, now that I think about it. But what pisses me off, like we talk, I know we talked about this in an earlier episode too. Like we were talking about Saw, I remember this, yeah. and we were saying, why is it when uh, an independent franchise or an upstart franchise gets popular, then they just forget about the story, they forget about the plot, and they just put all the money into the graphics or the special effects or the blood in the guts instead of focusing on what is really the good things about the movie, the story of this Spider-Man multiverse movie is fucking great. They wrote the fuck out of this movie. Why are we so quick to say, okay, well, I want to see a fake, quote-unquote, real person be Spider-Man? Why can't we just leave it animated? I think they will. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I think they will, because they are making a part... Um, They're going to make a part three, or part two, part two. or whatever. 
And I would assume that if that does well, which it should, they'll probably make a third movie. I'd be surprised if they go immediately to uh, live action, to be completely honest. And then the guy who you casted to play Miles Morales, he doesn't even look like Miles Morales. He's just black. The actual should be more. No, though that's not the casting for the actual movie. That's oh, for, that's just for the people that. Because I was about to say, how you go from Wayquan to Miles Morales? <laughs> but but uh, uh, what's it called? That, those guys are those guys aren't on the cast. They're just um for the the voice. Yeah, they're okay. for the voice. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Cast somebody young. Cast someone who actually looks like him. Don't cast a super light skinned actor and give him dark makeup. Find a dark skinned person, a mixed race person even, and cast them properly. Hollywood. Oddly enough, that's what people were trying to get tight about. Um, a lot of the, I guess, Afro-Latino community were getting upset that a lot of the people that they were seeing, like, for the casting, they are like, none of these guys are Afro-Latino actors. I was like, bro, how many Afro-Latino actors can I even name on my hand, bro? Miles Morales. <laughs> <laughs> One. But, um, I was seeing that and I was just thinking, and now, actually, no, this is another thing I was going to bring up. So, aside from superhero fatigue kicking in, which we did call we knew it was going to happen. Uh, it's, it's hidden hard now. Yeah. I, just, uh, I, I don't even want to watch Secret Invasion. Yeah. I don't even want to watch it. But, and as we're saying, I think this is starting to become more prevalent. And I actually saw a video that was kind of interesting where it seems that a lot of these smaller projects like Spider-Man, well, I guess hard to call it small now right. with uh, almost a $100 million budget. Sheesh. But you see, like Spider-Man, like... Um, the Blue Beetle. No, like um, the, what's it called? The Ninja Turtles thing. I think that's coming out soon. A lot of people actually started looking at that as a pretty positive movie. The Ninja Turtles are getting another movie. Is it going to be animated or? It's going to be kind of like the same animated comic book ish style that Spider Man has. I mean, I like the Ninja Turtles. I'm not going to sit here and shit on the Ninja Turtles. I grew up watching the Ninja it's Turtles. Just tiresome shit. To see it's just again, like the again, Ninja Turtles right? again. Yeah. You still ain't catch Shredder yet? <laughs> Yo, y'all been chasing Shredder since I was a child. They caught him like three different times, bro. <laughs> Why is he just, getting out? They just, they're just like, you know what, bro? Let's reboot it. One is this like Arkham? <laughs> getting out? Breaking out of Arkham? Shredder? Now, I remember somebody used to say that about like, um, it was like a joke in uh, somebody's video. They were like, Batman, tell them what's going on right now. Or I'm taking all your video villains and I'm putting them in a real jail. Well, they won't make it out of it. And Ryan was like, but we won't have shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that DC is gonna is pretty much done with superhero movies at this point? I think the so. Flash flopped. I think it was um, Shazam two also flopped. Which we know Black Adam flopped. Big flop. And it's like at this point, bro. What 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 else are you gonna just? If you're gonna focus your attention on movies, just do origin story type movies like Joker, and it has to be well done. That Harley oh, Quinn. Oh shit! Oh, I Birds of Prey was trash. Speaking of that, we, we I gotta address this for like five seconds. So they had another movie that was gonna come out. It's an animated one. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad Isekai, bro. Are we not done with the Suicide Squad? It's like none of them commit suicide, bro. I heard that shit and I just cringed, bro. I was like, "There's no way, bro. Y'all trying to? This is a shameful anime wave drop. Shameful." I think that they should focus on one hour um, things like on Disney Plus or HBO Max, like Peacemaker, like those types. Focus on those. Tell a story. Like, focus on that, where the CGI doesn't have to be, because we're focused on the characters. 
they do action and they have action you know what sequences. I think it is too, bro? I think it's because of they don't got it, bro. With the fucking whole universe thing that Marvel started, DC probably thought, yeah, we, we should just jump on that too. But it's like realistically, the best thing for any sort of like comic book media, and I think this is should go for like all of them, regardless of Marvel too. Those things are meant for shows. It's meant you're meant to like keep up with characters over time. You're not meant to just like see them once in the theater and then be like, all right, I guess I'll have to wait uh, after your after credit scene. And then I I see the other movie that's related to this, and then maybe in two in a year or two I can now see you again. That shit sounds fucking horrible. Hard. Even though there are like animes that have like movies, they're literally at this point just like straight up disconnected from the world right. completely, or they're just trailers or like beginnings to the next season, like Demon Slayer did. Right, I agree with that, and I just. At this point, it's like DC has never consistently made good films. It's always a good one here and a good one there. The Dark Knight trilogy, nothing. Or Joker, right? Eh, no. Well, what DC movie was pretty good in between? Suicide Squad 1, do we want to give no. them that? No, no. that movie sucked. But, um, um, oh, between the Dark Knight trilogy and, and Joker. What was the last Dark Knight movie? 2013? 2012? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would the probably Dark Knight be. trilogy started in 05, Batman Begins. It probably would be Joker then. So if we take the sample from 2000... Or, or I guess, I mean, how do you feel about Wonder Woman? I do not feel good about Wonder Woman. Copy. All right, so yeah, Joker. <laughs> and she's she's off it now. She's no longer Wonder Woman. I'm not surprised. Gal, Gal, Gal Gadot. That second movie was so horrible. I was actually like questioning myself while I was watching. Like, come on, bro. Come on. Justice League was terrible. Yeah. Batman vs. Superman was terrible. But, terrible. But, um, uh, what's it called? Besides that, yeah, I, I, I think it's just not been consistent enough. I think they just should, at this point, because it's going to be more healthy for their comic book brand, too, considering people are going to maybe look at those comics that are going to possibly sell a bit more, thinking, yo, these guys are going to be in, like, a show after this. Like, I'm going to see them actually like, moving stuff. I'd be much more willing to watch the Blue Beetle if it was a show. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I like. Like if it was a show where you the character gets developed, the character villains get developed, side characters start off as not important, then become important. Characters go away to come back. You can't do all of that in a movie. Well, that's another thing too. Like Blue Beetle, especially. Do you know how many people in the world right now, or like what's it called, in the school right now, even that are fans that could name you like. A blue beetle arch nemesis. Nope. The red ant. Oh, <laughs> Antonio can. <laughs> see, yell it out. See if I can hear you. Boo! 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 That's right. Yo, that's. Yeah, i do that on the wrestling podcast. Boo! Like, bruh. A black beetle. Yo, is that an actual nemesis? <laughs> huh? Wait, what is it? What do you say? Black beetles, I think of a strong by Ray Schremer. That girl <laughs> is a real crowd. We gotta do the mannequin challenge. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, like, that's what I mean, bro. I'm like, yo, I can barely name, like, a nemesis you have. Right. Why on earth do you think I want to see that in a movie? Right. 
I'm pretty sure he's not even going to be fighting against them. He's going to be fighting against, like, the company that had the scarab from the alien ship or something. I'm <sighs> like, oh, how interesting. Right. It's like, and how, how do they not notice this by now? Like, after Green Lantern, let's just okay, take you back. way back to the past. After Green Lantern, they should have been like, you know what? This is not our cup of tea. Let's stick to the animated, and let's stick to, if we want to tell character, stories. These they're, these movies that they're making, I just don't understand it. Is AI writing these scripts? Because it's more than just, wait, look, he's showing us something. Is that Black Beetle? that? That girl is a real crowd pleaser. Is that a man in I'm so, okay, so so uh, you guys won't see it, and I I don't know if I'm gonna put it up, but it looks like he Anthony Antonio just showed me a a man in BDSM gear and some goggles. Um, Whoa! Shout out to the Gimp. I don't know if you've seen Pulp Fiction. That's what it looks like to me, bro. <laughs> okay, Antonio, we see what you do in your spare time. Okay. <laughs> Is that your nickname when you put the suit on? Do they call you the Black Beetle when you when it? Yeah, boy. <laughs> Antonio, aka the Black Beetle. Ooh, <laughs> heard because they were like, "Who's the Who's the Blue Beetle's arch nemesis?" Antonio was ready. <laughs> he was like, "It's me." <laughs> heard, heard you, Black Beetle. <laughs> yeah, nah, DC though, they're trash. They, they need to go. Yeah, bro, that's uh, that's it for them. They need to go. They need to get out of here with that. Marvel's slowly, too, though. Oh, yeah, no, they're slowly going Because on. this new phase, it's supposed to be... Uh, who, who's in the phase now? The new phase. Uh, I don't know if that King movie's still making it. Right, be because of the controversy, even though, yeah. allegedly, allegedly, he be, may be acquitted of these charges. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like... That's pretty much... I think it's that yeah. movie that's coming out. That's supposed to be an Avengers movie. Don't know how that's going to work out. Um, oh, yeah, Thunderbolts. Remember, af- yeah, remember after, what movie was this? Was it Endgame that they yeah. like showed like the new Avengers or something or the new team? I did not It was like that. a Scarlet Witch and it was, uh, and then they, Spider-Man was like, oh, you got, do you want me to go out as Spider-Man? And Tony Stark is like, no, I don't want you to go out as Spider-Man. And then he's like, oh, you're lying to me. Are you really want me to go out? Tony Stark died, so that's uh, no, no, no. Um, what movie was it then? It was it Infinity War? It was one of these movies where they showed us like a new generation of Avengers. I think they've been trying to set up a new generation of Avengers. The problem is it's not working. No one, the only person that people like out of all of them is Spider Man. That's it. Um, no one likes Ironheart. No one likes fucking (laughs) Iron Fist. No, Ironheart from uh, what's it called, Black Panther? I think. Ironheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was in Black Panther. Um, that's what I saw. Unless, um, yeah, okay. Tino's giving us the heads up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Ironheart was in Black Panther. I didn't see the movie, so yeah. I don't know how much she was involved. I just know she was there because I saw. The I movie. don't recall ever seeing Ironheart in the Black Panther movies. Um, I only saw in Black Panther two. Yeah, it was in two. I only okay. saw because I saw like, a part of the trailer where they like where she like hammered out the like literal Ironheart. I was like. Oh my god, not this character. Didn't everybody hate this bitch? And then I was like, alright, well, whatever. And then, um, so she's in that. 
I again, yeah. I do know. like that they made Shuri the new Black Panther and didn't recast. I do like that. It's gonna be her too. Yeah, I, I do like that that they didn't recast. And I think who else uh, they'll probably put in? Probably the chick from Hawkeye. I wouldn't be surprised. No. Yeah. Yeah, if we're talking about new. Yeah. And then if I is she the new Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> because she's Spider Gwen. She's yeah. Hawkeye. Sidekick, hot girl, and nah, she's trash. At least Ryan Reynolds was good as Deadpool. I don't think she's a bad voice actor for Gwen. Whatever. Fine. Fine. You're tripping, bro. Fine. Yeah, fine. Fine. I'm not arguing on that. Fine. But her performance as Hawkeye, I just found her so annoying. She was just annoying. But hold on. Is that her fault or is that the script's fault? It's her fault. <laughs> so if there was another actor doing the exact same shit she was doing. You'd be cool with it? No, I would be mad because her character was just an annoying character. Yeah, but that's the script's fault. That's not the actor. It's her fault too. How? How am I supposed she, to make the script better? She got cast. <laughs> She's just gone for association. Yes. If you around, you down. Facts. Well, besides, I think those are all of them though that I remember. That yeah. I remember yeah, I, I think they, actually they tried to make the Miss Marvel thing, but that shit was so ass. I don't think that's gonna work out at all. Miss Marvel, and uh, yeah, that's probably it. Ms. So anyway, Marvel. miss me. Anything else to say on superhero topic? Um, at what point are we gonna be completely done with this phase of superheroes? Like it's twenty twenty three now, so we give it till twenty twenty five until like no one has any more capacity for this. I don't even know. Well, actually, yeah, twenty twenty five feels about right. Because yeah, I feel yeah, like the in, the interest in it, it was a different vibe when Dark Knight 1 came out. It was a different vibe when Iron Man 1 came out. Actually, no, I have the answer to this question easily. By, I would say by the time that Marvel actually has rolled out and we're getting in the like gritty part, like the middle of uh, their rollout schedule... I think by then we'll be able to see, all right, do people even give a shit about this anymore? If we're on like halfway through and it's like, all right, this movie lost money again, it's like, all right, bro, it's time to get out the dead call. And then, and then are they going to do the bullshit like, oh, somehow resurrect Iron Man? Somehow bring Captain America back from I don't the past? Think that's going to work though, because it's like, at that point, that's like, too cheap for everybody. They're gonna be like, bro, are you are you dead ass? Like, but let's okay, let's say the next two movies, let's say the next two Avengers movies tank flop. Right? Yes. Well they say, okay, fine, we gotta re get interest. Let's bring back our cash cows, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, you and mean Chris like, Evans. Like the Pixar way of doing it. Yeah. Um, let's just bring back our cash cows. I'd be surprised now. Oh, Tino has something to say. No, I have no. I'm self-inserting her. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. That's all right. Listen, not, yeah. Like, listen, bring it in. Listen, <laughs> listen. All right. Talk to me. Okay. Here, not even what? alive. Why do you... Too many people. They're setting up two teams right now right. for the Avengers. Okay. They're setting up the Young Avengers. That's what I'm saying. They're setting up the Anti-Avengers. The Anti-Avengers. Okay, okay, talk to me. And on the Sony side, they're setting up the Sinister Six. Okay. Which is what they're doing right now. Right. Why do you think Miss Marvel's a bad show? I think Miss Marvel's a bad show because it's like... They're just trying to put any character out there. Marvel knows we have people's interest right now. I need to keep your interest. I'm going to put out anything, slap the name Marvel on it, and hope people watch it. Hmm. Do people even like Miss Marvel comics? I think. 
I mean, she's dead now. Miss Marvel fans, I'm sure, like Miss yeah. Marvel comics, but I'm sure they're not trying to get the Miss Marvel fans. They want the casual fans. Yeah. So, and it's what are also, you really doing? How is this contributing to the overall story of the Avengers, Miss Marvel? It's it's a slow setup to the like introducing the mutants again. X Men, because Miss Marvel is technically a mutant. Okay, and. It's also a setup for the Marvels movie. Comes out in November. Which now, your honest opinion with all the information you have, mm-hmm. do you feel like that movie will be good? What's your favorite Marvel movie? Oh, I've never asked that. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Tino thought he was grilling us. We grilling I'm him. Not, I'm not. I'm grilling none. Um, is that because you're getting cooked? Ah. ah. You're with the sharks now, yeah. Put your feet up, Christian. Put your feet up, Christian. Yeah, you're in the hot seat now. Uh, Favorite Marvel movie or top five? What's your one of your five favorites? Actually, no, bro. The camera will be on Tino for the rest of this time, bro. Hold on, bro. Slow pan into his face. All right, so off choreography, Uh I really love Shang Chi. That was really good choreography. What makes you really want to watch a Marvel movie? Is it the fight choreography or the action scenes, or is it the story? Fight choreography and story. Okay, so a little bit Shang-Chi, like, you really like their fight choreography. Yeah, right? I thought the story was all right. Like, and the fight choreography for made up for the gaps. Yes, yes. Okay. Do you feel like either the story in Miss Marvel or whatever she's involved with would be good, or the action, or do you think it's going to be vice versa? I think her story is all right, but I think she serves more as a build-up than as a standalone. So she's okay. just a bridge. She Yeah. Why are you excited about a bridge? I mean, who knows where that bridge could lead, you know? <laughs> could lead you to hell, Tino. It could lead to hell, <laughs> but it could lead to a good place. You never know. You, never, you don't know. Plan. What's your gut right now? My gut is that it could lead into a potential X-Men crossover. Yeah. And oh, also, a uh-huh. third Deadpool movie could help with that as well. Okay. That's coming. So we see that we're in the era of universes and crossovers and yeah. all this shit, right? We saw it a little bit in the um, Doctor Strange movie where Fanta- mm-hmm. Jim Halpert was Mr. Fantastic and shit, right? And Professor X came back, and yeah, yeah. right? What point do you think the consumer is going to get tired of everything just being bundled together? I think they're... Mm, I think they're already tired because I think the problem with Phase 4 is that there are too many loose ends right now. You see everybody going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Like Shang-Chi, he's doing something. We don't know what it was as opposed to no way he's going to do with that. Right. We see, you know, Miss Marvel, you know, going off, doing the Marvels. We're waiting for that. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, even like Secret Invasion that's happening right now. Yeah. Which Are you excited I, about that? I, I actually think it's pretty good start right now. How many episodes have you seen? It's... There's only been three out right now. Right. So you've seen all three? Yeah, I've seen all three. I think it's a good story where it's leading. It's basically like everybody blames Nick Fury. (laughs) Like everybody hates Nick Fury. It's like, Nick, why'd you go off into space after uh, everything that happened? And he was just like... Is this more of a bridge series too? This? Like to explain a lot of the shit that's upcoming? It's... I think it's more to explain what happened to him. Because everyone always questioned, everyone's been questioning him in this show. Like, why'd you leave? What happened? You know, and he was just like, you know, 
just trying to make things right. Because it's a thing with, you know about the scrolls, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's just trying to fix that whole situation because right now they're trying to start World War Three, basically, mm. with, like, us. And, like, basically wipe out humanity. So that so why don't these comic book companies do this? For the bridges, like, for the things that have to explain a lot of the shit, make that into the series. Mm. Put that on Disney Plus or on HBO Max or but just the, Max. But the, but the big shit, short? we make it the movie. That would be a good model. I, I feel like people, like, we're not geniuses here. There's a whole bunch of people in offices getting paid a whole lot of money. That's true. Brandon's on a salary of zero dollars. <laughs> he couldn't even put the right mic. Like, I mean, like, we're not geniuses here. Like, why, why do you think that these sort of obvious ideas are being overlooked and passed over? I think it's them... I think it's more of experimentation for them. Experimenting like, with, with like, what? Like, how would a bridge work in a movie? How would a bridge work in a show? How would, like, a big overarching story work, you know, in both senses? And I guess I'm hoping, like, because they're having a panel uh, late July. We're going to talk about the next big stuff. So I'm hoping that they will follow with the feedback they've gotten so far and take different approaches with that. Because we've seen that there's different ways to tell a superhero story, right? There's yeah. like the Avengers way, and then there's also the Hawkeye way. Like, there's more than one way to do this. So, what I don't understand is, like, I feel like they feel like they hit a home run with all these movies, that they have so much leeway. Like, okay, we'll give them a three-movie break because they really killed it with Infinity War. But that's not the way people think. When you feed people great shit, they All expect, they want is look, great shit. They expect that much more from you. Right. Which is the problem, mm. I feel. Hold and on. Uh, hold on. Getting back on camera to explain this one. Because oddly enough, we've got a lesson from the worst gaming company of all time. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 shit. You know exactly. Oh, shit. You know exactly what I'm going to talk oh, about. Bro. Oh, shit. Where do you want to start with that? So, nah, because you brought it up, right? You brought it up. A while ago, I think this was, this was for some expo or something that like Bungie did. Oh, you might have to come a bit closer in front if you want people to see you still. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. That camera is like his focus kind of on to you. But basically, Bungie came in. They were like, "Hey, um, we've changed our game model um, from games that that uh, what's it called? Making games that we would want to play to making games that would make friendships, whatever the fuck that means." But they also said, besides that that weird shit, they had said um, a mistake that we made in the past, and something that uh, that we we have to tell our our developers, our guys that can make this content, and we have to tell them not to do this. Don't make the good content that would make the game better. Now you might be wondering, why in the fuck would you do that? And basically, they said because you over deliver for the public. Mm. When you put out something that's too good of quality, that's so good that it makes your game boom in sales, people want that again. And or you even get, better. Yes, or even better. And you don't necessarily, well, even if you do have the money for it, you don't really want to put that out again. I'm thinking about that. And what's realistically easier to do is you could put out less and still get the same type of money. But... Except if you're Marvel, because, you know, there's just... Right. Well, yeah. Marvel and DC don't understand that. They keep putting out more. 
No, but they don't. What's it called? No, they don't. They are not over delivering because what's it called? As you said, their quality has gotten worse. The CGI that I saw in Endgame does not exist anymore in Marvel. That's all I know. It, it looks much worse. Mm. And uh, for DC, they need. I don't remember. I don't remember Jesus. when your shit looked good in the first place. So exactly. I guess you, you are really over delivering. Did you even see that Nicolas Cage thing in the Flash? Nicolas Cage. There's Nicolas Cage as Superman in that Flash movie. No fuck. And the CGI is. Wait, 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 wait. That's going on the screen too. Nicolas Cage. I'm about to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yes. Is Superman? Yes. In the Flash movie? Yes. He was there. He didn't say anything, but the CGI was garbage. Jesus. They didn't even really get the man. They just put a big. Basically. Nicholas Cage? Nicholas Cage! The bees, the bees, Nicholas Cage! Yes! I'm not lying to you! What the fuck are they doing at these movie studios? What are they doing? Why is Nicholas Cage still active? The last movie I, I saw trailer of Nicholas Cage, it was like <laughs> Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Cage, and the guy was like some Hispanic guy, the guy who plays the Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal. He was like obsessed with Nicolas Cage, so then Nicolas Cage had to be his friend. Oh, I know. But then, like, I was like, nah, but I need you to like kill this guy. What the fuck, Superman? No, Henry Cavill. Oh, nah, Henry Cavill. Oh no, can't do that. Why did he get cut again? Did he just leave? Nicolas, I don't know the whole story. I think it was that like Henry Cavill announced that he was going to be Superman before he was actually going to be Superman, and then they were like, nah. What's better? Henry Cavill in almost all situations <laughs> or Nicolas Cage. This ain't Con Air. That Something is like it that. for the se- it was seven or eight? Eight. 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 That goes for a TKG podcast. Kobe. I am personally your host, this is Denzel, and this is a Tino. And Shout out to Black Beetle. <laughs> Shout out to the Black Beetle. Shout out to the unpaid paid intern. Brandon, Brandon, Luda Peralta, behind the screen right there, the Black Beetle, the Black Beetle, and Broke Boy.